Welcome to the Ellie and Bex podcast. We'd like to thank all of you for listening. I mean, seriously, thank you. The Feel Good Podcast, Ellie and Bex, 91.9 CFM. Hello, podcasters. Welcome to it. Um, I'm just doing two things at once, so I'm really going to need you to just hold the podcast intro right just, now. Oh, well, we could have just waited and maybe gave people our full attention and a little bit of respect. Okay, and... I've finished doing what I'm doing. You I mean, have we kind full of re- attention. We uh, expect them to give it to us for this True. podcast. And this and is the opener, right? This is this what is, hooks them in. And if you can't give us one at the start... This is big coming from the the man who never wants to never give an pre- F about the podcast. I never pretend to. <laughs> I never pretend to care about it. I love it. I, love I start it. concentrating for four seconds in a podcast intro and all of a sudden. You've really gone 360 <sighs> on this. You started off by being all mere culpa and I'm Who's sorry. Who's mere but... culpa? Another lesson for another time. Is it? Uh, this is Cracker. Um, your friend went on a diabolical date with a bloke who our audience can't decide if he's a dirty dog or a true romantic. I was surprised about how many people called in defence of him, actually, to mm. be honest. Mm. They're all um, wrong. But don't know if I defend him. That's fine. Um, a bunch of people do weird stuff to win some tickets. And uh, and Sally Pearson joins oh, us. Yes. She's a star. That's a Love big her. one. No Enjoy. big deal. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I'm going to tell you a dating tale that happened to a friend of mine. She posted it on her Instagram. I woke up mm-hmm. to it this morning. And I want to get the people's opinion on it. 545 mm-hmm. um, I want you to tell me what you'd do if you were this girl, okay? All right. Um, and we've got a prize up for grabs Stacks as well. of prizes, yeah. mate. We've got uh, final tickets to the Lightning v. Firebirds. That's this weekend at UniSC Arena. And also Transformers Rise of the Beast in-season family passes. There you go. So uh, have a listen to this story. Tell us what you think. It's a friend of mine. Uh, we'll call her Stacey. Went out on a date on sa- on Friday night with a guy that she met on a dating app. Mm-hmm. She said the date was okay. Like, went pretty well. She was quite happy with it. Happy to do another date with him, yes. a second date. He then messaged her on the Saturday mm-hmm. and said, hey, full transparency to you. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you know I'm going out on another date with another girl that I've met fair on enough. the app um, tonight. No one owns anyone in that situation? Exactly. So she's like, all right, fair enough. Good on him for letting me know. Then she gets another message from him on Sunday saying, hey, do you know of any good cafes in this suburb? Oh, get stuck. And she's like, oh, you're a long way from home. Um, Yeah, sure, this is a good cafe. Um, What are you doing out this way? And he says, I just finished up with the girl that I went on the date with and so I was just looking to have a coffee. Do you want to come meet me for coffee? No. (laughs) So... Can I tell you, Chaney, out of all the annoying things people do socially, mm. this is going to sound really sort of basic. Mm-hmm. The inability to read the room. Right. To me is probably the biggest deal breaker. Someone can be rude and you can talk to them, yep. right? Someone can be timid mm-hmm. and you can, you know, work with them on on, on what works best for them. Mm-hmm. When people just don't, don't have the capacity it. to think about other people, you can't help them. But I no, there could be the argument of, you know, he's been yeah, completely yeah. honest with me. Yeah, but there's some shit you just don't need to tell people. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's next? Do you know a good Uber driver? I've just finished up at 3am at that chick's house and 
And what? then to say, come meet me for a coffee, what do you mean, son? But, what? no, I think there is an argument there for, look, everyone's always talking to millions of people. When you start out on an app, if you go on a first date and think you're the only one they're talking to, you dream. But absolutely have boundaries because without boundaries and communication, people get hurt. So would it have been okay uh-huh. if he had had the second date on the second night with the other girl? And yep. then reached out again to the original girl on the 100%. Sunday, but just the, didn't didn't mention the. Fundamentally, if I they're adults <laughs> and they're okay with it, yeah. What's weird about this is he's asking for a coffee recommendation. <laughs> I know, in, in a world in a world where you can get that TripAdvisor. <laughs> yes. That's what I mean. The biggest red flag here is not the fact that he's dating multiple women. Everyone does on apps. Until you're locked down, you're not locked down. Yeah. The biggest red flag is that that bloke thinks that that's okay behaviour. And if you sleep with him, you might just have a kid with him and then your kid's going to be taught that as well. Well, 545 weigh in on this. What a- Are you likely to give this guy a second date? Does he get another go or not? Chad, uh, we've got a lot of female callers and we do love them, but it's good to hear a bloke's uh, angle on this. Does a does a guy get another shot? Nah, dude, straight tool with a <laughs> lot of sprinkle of douchebag on top. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be going there. Tell your friend to run, run real far. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, like I was thinking the same thing. Has he even had time to have a shower? Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is the thing. The thing that really worries me about this is this sort of behaviour. There are a lot of women and a lot of men engaging in this, but there are just as many women indulging that sort of behaviour. Mm. And that, I see that a lot. And I saw that a lot over the last 20 years of being single and in relationships and whatever else. There's some douchebag behaviour, but there's a lot of people enabling it mm. by chasing it. Yeah. And I don't want yeah, to get, I don't get Dr. Phil on it, everyone, but everyone just needs to grow up. <laughs> Well, we don't. I mean, we don't know what they did at the sleepover. Okay, I know that everyone's mind's going straight to the gutter, but maybe they just um, had had too much to drink, couldn't drive home. And, no, and he had a little sleepover. Okay, well, that's it's not so bad, That was one intense in, um, monopoly game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're still. Hey, they're still looking for the giant hat. They can't find. <laughs> Yeah, if he can rationalise in his head the stuff and come up with a um, reason for asking for a, the coffee, um, a good coffee place in the area, yeah. one day he'll rationalise asking if you if one of your friends are a uh, uh, king. Yeah, okay. All right. Go, Who knows? Chad. Deb is in Karamundi. Deb, what are your thoughts on the situation? Does this guy get a call back? Well, let me just clarify. So when he's asking, so the, what I'm hearing is, he finished up on the date with the second girl and then he wanted to, like, meet up with Stacey straight after that? Is that yes. what the deal was? So the, the date okay. with the second girl was on the Saturday night. He then obviously yeah. stayed the night with her and on the Sunday morning oh. said, I've just oh, finished oh, up, oh, want to catch oh, up. Oh, he stayed the night with her? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that just totally changes my opinion. I thought he just finished the date and then Stacey had left such a great impression and he wasn't so happy with the second date that no. he was like, oh, I still want to see Stacey. It's De- Deb, I reckon... Like, if he stays at night, then no. Deb, I think the key, the key <laughs> phrase there is, I've just finished up. <laughs> Fair oh, dinkum. Oh, no, okay. but classic Deb. Not- classic Deb always looking for the best in people. Yeah. Like, and then, he just but really loves also Stacey. classic Deb, when they, when, when they cross her, ready to kick the crap out yeah, of them yeah. as well. So <laughs> I, I do like that as well. <laughs> Thank Good you, darling. Thanks, Dan. Noah will, and she does a great job. Uh, Kimmy and Parigian, you know the scenario. Does he get another date? Well, I just want to say, if my partner that I'm currently with now didn't offer me the chance for another date, 
we wouldn't be as in love and happily ever after as we are today. But and I think that's amazing. Good on you, and I think the same is for all three of us, actually. But uh, Kimmy, if he texted you after your first date and said, "Look, I've just stayed the, I've just stayed the night at date number two's house. You want to come and catch up?" Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. used to do that to him. Yeah, you did. I mean, I that's it. the thing. Everyone's dating multiple people. So, and I do love that little sort of uh, little little lens we got into our our culture. Bloke does it. What a dirty dog. Woman yeah, does it. Yeah, yeah Kim. Kim, get as many blokes as you can. Thanks, Kim. All right, let's go now to Lisa in Alex. Lisa, thoughts on this situation? Does he get a call back? Well, I actually have a different perspective. I think this guy's super keen on your friend Mm. and he never knows how to tell her that. So he's made this other date up and he's kind of to try and make her jealous. And um, he's... Is it is it the same suburb that was near your friend that yes. he's just yeah. miraculously rocked up? Yeah, so I think he kind of knows where she lives and he wants to see her again without being too super cool and keen and that's the way to do it. Other, other without... similar idea is that he's just going around just sampling other women to make sure no. that your friend's the one. No, I think Lacey could be onto something there. Again, seeing the best in people, you know, never never a bad thing. I'll tell you what, I am incredibly defensive when it comes to this sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, I'm sweeping through the criminal code to see what we can do about this. I feel like if any guys are listening and mm. do want to employ mm. that method, though, yeah. maybe better to just say, um, hey, the date last night was crap. I'm in your suburb. Want to go for coffee? But I also, I did, Lisa, sit for a year and a half across the table from one of my <laughs> dearest friends here um, get thrown through the ringer of blokes talking absolute crap for, for a long, long time. So I'm a little bit jaded. Yeah. Lisa, yeah, are, you, I would be, yeah. are you in a happy relationship? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm married. So I'm oh. way past all these apps. Exactly, me too. I'll be in bed by <laughs> yeah. eight. Can we wrap this up, guys? How good is it to hear other people's <laughs> dating stories, though? I love it. <laughs> Lovely. You, Thank you, Lise. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to come clean. Or I'm going to out you to the entire audience. Well, I'm a bit concerned because by coming clean, I'm technically admitting that I have committed a crime today. Yeah, but who hasn't? But I reckon I could talk my way out of it, hopefully, if it came to, if the cops okay. pulled me over. You're confusing me. Tell everyone what was in your bag this morning. You, I can't remember why you were going through your bag. Well, oh, that's right. I was asking you, because I'm getting colds every now and then, mm. I said, I've, I've run out of those masks, those mm. pesky masks. Have you got any? And you were like, oh, I'll have a look in my bag. And then you proceeded to unload the cacophony of crap that every woman has in their handbag. But there were two items which really stood out. Right now in my handbag, I have not only a Stanley knife, but also a balaclava, (laughs) which is really not a good look. Fancy on just knocking over a servo, are we, Chaney, between... Right. I was actually I was hanging out with a friend who's a cop on Friday yeah. night. We were actually talking about this, like if you're carrying a knife with you at any way, is it illegal? Like if I've got my my lunch with me, yeah, and it is. If you've got a concealed weapon, it's actually illegal to do it without a reasonable explanation. So I was like, if I don't know if I've got a reasonable it's a, look, explanation. It's a Stanley knife, so clearly you've been doing some stuff at home. I, well, I think it's is it got something to do with the 
the bird's bikes you've put down for no, the... No, not even. So yesterday when I went out to Baraka Farm, mm. um, I took my work boots out and I wore them, but I was Did running late. you also late. take a knife out to the, <laughs> no. the horses and the children as well? I was running late and I got picked up. And so I, I was out putting my shoes on on the front lawn, mm-hmm. waiting to be picked up, and I'd already left the house. And in the boots was the Stanley knife. So oh. I'd obviously done some, you know, DIY or something just, recently. Just a moment. I think it was when I was building my boat. Just a moment. Mm-hmm. For everyone out there, don't store blades in your <laughs> shoes and your gloves and stuff like close. that. It's fraught with danger. It was safe. It was safe. So I just chucked it in my bag because I had nowhere else to put it. And then when I was looking through today, I realised that lying next to it is a balaclava from when you and I went out to the big cart track. And <laughs> there they yeah, give you the yeah. balaclavas to put on underneath mm-hmm. your helmets. Mm-hmm. So the two next to each other look like I'm about to commit a serious robbery. You know what we should have done with this, rather than just telling the story, we should have gone to the phones and said to people, what was Ellie planning? <laughs> She's a Stanley knife and a balaclava in her bag. <laughs> I can't help you. I promise you. Do you know what? I'll leave them at Oh, no, I won't leave them at work. I'll take them home and I'll put oh. them in my garage oh, where they belong. But the fact that you've got them in the first I place. I know, it's really No one concerning. keeps their balaclava. What the hell? <laughs> Okay, I'll throw out the balaclava, the Stanley knife I'll use only on boxes, and I promise if any policemen are listening or police women, I love oh, you. Please, I promise please, I'm not committing please, crimes. Please, folks, tonight about six thirty, if you see a black Holden track, don't pull me and over. You, and you're in the in the uh, in our first respondents. Can you please pull her over? <laughs> no, don't. I promise. I will I'm pay beer. Excuse. I will pay beer. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Ninety one point nine. Show week, and yes. I got to tell you, beautiful weather. And we've been out there to um, inspect everything and as ambassadors just uh, check everything out, what's happening. It's going to be a bigger year than last year. There's 30,000 people last year, so get mm. your tickets in. Uh, we'll be there on Thursday pre-opening, which will be amazing. Although earlier in the week, uh, while I was away, you copped a phone call from Penny. She's the boss mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, lovely lady. But when she talks, we listen. Yeah. And uh, she said, guys, as ambassadors, you've got to be at the forefront of all this. The Grand Parade's happening on Saturday. We need you. To lead a miniature horse. And we, you know, like you said. To be honest, didn't, we, we thought it was the greatest it. idea ever. We were like, sure, we'll do that. And then when we thought more about it, we were like, we don't actually know. No idea. What if it goes rogue? How to do that. All of a sudden, bang, it's just run out on the main road. Yeah, exactly. So you went very well yesterday morning. So I took one for the team and went out to Nambour Christian College where they have a um, miniature horse team, show team. that the facilities are out of this world. Oh, it's, it's next level. I had no idea that it existed. I also hear that you dressed up as a horse to try and... Get boarding there? No, I dressed up as a cowboy. Okay, I had yes. my flannel on. I had my big hat on. There's actually a video of it up on our socials at the moment, 919CFM on Instagram and Facebook. Um, but after I kind of had the tour of the, the stables, yes. um, I got, then got shown around by the team captains, uh-huh. Amelia and Charlotte, and they gave me a horse and let me at it. Here's have a listen. So when I'm walking with my horse, I'm staying at his shoulder, basically. So that's like, okay. I'm behind him, so I'm telling him he's going forwards, not backwards, right? Okay. So I'm staying at his shoulder and I'm going to go. Can you do the click? I can do the click. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Cool, uh, cool, cool. So cool. arena down here and we've got all, I think we're bringing in all 16 maybe down. Wow. Okay. So behind me right now, there is literally a string of people with miniature horses. This is amazing. So the four that you'll probably have a chance to work with is Appy, then that's Jack, who is... Oh, Jack's doing going, a wee! ...going about his business. Hustler, who's just here, and Rat, who is that one over there. Hustler's a good name. So, yeah. so do you want to do the clicking sound and walk off with it? Okay. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can just walk with him, and he might be a bit jumpy because there's a lot of people around. But... All right, Appy. We can do it, bro. Oh, yeah. Look at me go! I'm walking a horse! 
else. Can we just stop? You're going to go, whoa, and then bring yourself to a stop. Whoa. And then he gets a pat. We all stop. <laughs> OK, now you can have some food. You're, I'll let you do that. Uh, actually, oh. don't let our horses eat on the arena. Oh, donate on the arena, Abby. Now you're making me look bad again. <laughs> a little bit faster. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's trotting. Harry Trotter, the boy who lived. OK, where am I going? Where are you going to go? Oh, OK. Gosh, just lucky I didn't go to the gym this morning. This is a real workout. OK, this way. So there you go. So by you the did end of get it. physically dominated by miniatures. It did nip me a little bit on the knee at one point, yeah. um, but I didn't get that on camera, unfortunately. Not, but on, no. the, not on the butt, because I heard they like pancakes. Nah, nah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, it was good fun. Uh, by the end of it, I feel like I had it mastered. You might be, seeing as you haven't had a practice yeah. session, you might be in a bit of strife. Yeah, but on I'm Saturday. a more commanding physical specimen. Yeah, but that's not what they respond to. Tomorrow, okay. oh, I'll play you um, some of the tips on how to keep them calm because right. apparently things can go wrong. All right, so that's us. We are leading one, possibly two miniature horses on Saturday night's main parade. If you would like to take the family on our dime uh, to the Sunshine Coast show, of course, if you want to look up your own tickets, they're live on their website right now. But we've got a family pass, two adults, two kids. Call right now. You don't even need to go on air. We just want to send a family to the show. Love to see the smiles. Ellie and Bex. 91.9, Our next guest is the 2011 and 2017 world champion and 2012 Olympic champion in the 100 metres hurdle. She is Sally Pearson. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Hello, thank you for having me on. That no is worries. quite a title. Right? Yeah. If anyone ever introduced me anywhere, it would be like, oh, she's on the radio sometimes yeah. and she likes drinking Coke Zero. Ellie Cheney, you know, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird, actually, when people start talking about it or introduce me like that and I'm like oh. Do you get mad at the ones that we forget? It's like oh what about the silver medal at London you know? Funny yeah I mean silver doesn't matter does it? Oh. No one <laughs> that was one of those Olympic moments that I won't ever forget. I was in London watching it on Getting TV. hammered in some pub and we, I had a group of Aussies <laughs> with me and we all went mental when you got that silver medal. Oh. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was pretty special, and I do love my silver. So don't worry, everybody. I do love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't, forget, worry about don't worry about the gold. It's the middle child of um, sporting <laughs> accolades, really, isn't it? It's important to the team, but no one really wants it. We've got you on because you're on Dancing with the Stars. In the interests of keeping it, you know, good for everyone else to listen to and less like an ad, we need to give you enough time to get away how amazing the show is and how excited you are to be there and all the other cliches you've had to pedal out over many interviews today. And I reckon that right amount of time is probably 12.28 seconds. Would you not agree? Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not long enough to say how good the show is. Well, <laughs> does that ring a bell, that amount of time? <laughs> oh, yeah, just a little bit, yeah. It's, it's not long, but it's, it's, it's pretty fast, yeah. yeah. Fast yeah. enough to run 100 metres hurdles. Yeah, yeah, that's your PB in the 100 hurdles. <laughs> so you're going to get Sally, yeah. Sally Pearson, you are going to get 12.28 seconds to do your personal best to talk up Dancing with the Stars. Take your marks. Get set. Go. Oh, it's the best thing I ever did. I would do it again in a second, even though my heels were cracked right open with blisters. It was still the best thing that I've ever done. All the sequins, the sparkles and everything else that goes with it is and such a beautiful That'll do beautiful show. <laughs> well I'm, glad, done. I'm glad we got the cracked heels in there. That was time well spent. I gotta tell you when you consider in that amount of time you covered 100 metres whilst jumping over inconveniently placed barriers. That's quite interesting. <laughs> oh, 
I always tell people, like, you can you can have a full conversation while in 12 and a half seconds. It's <laughs> a lot of time. It's more time than you think. Hey, Sal, how <laughs> similar is dancing to hurdling? Um, oh, it's not it's not very similar at all, actually. Um, <laughs> but I guess, at the, I guess at the same time, you still have to have a little bit of rhythm um, and speed and power, like for some of the dances that we do. And if you have it naturally, then it works really well for you. Um, and if you don't, then, well... Sucking everyone else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have three questions for you, Sal, and I'm going to throw I'm going to throw them in rapid fire. Okay. First one mm. is, what's it like to be walking around and knowing you can get over there faster than most of the general population? It's fun. I absolutely have so much fun with it. The other people. <laughs> if David Jones is having a sale. On the show. Question number two. Obviously so much uh, flexibility doing hurdles. How many months did it take for your, your hip flexibility, your range within your uh, hamstrings, etc., to come down to that of an 80-year-old woman after being so elite for so long? <laughs> well, you know how sometimes you hear about dogs having hip dysplasia? Yeah. Well, I think I have a little bit of that really. <laughs> so I'm kind of lucky I'm born with shallow hips. So yeah. and, and I, <laughs> I kind of helps. I caught Sal peeing on a post out the front of the... <laughs> Radio station, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> it loves a schmacko. Um, third and final question. This is the most important because a lot of people see you as a Queenslander. You actually were born oh. south of the border. You know what time of year it is, footy wise. Oh, God. Here eight, we years, go. eight years of age. Go. Eight years of age, you moved to the bush, right? And you, you eventually, you're a Gold Coast not, girl. Not to the bush. All right, so you moved to the Gold Coast, <laughs> which is technically yeah. still regional. Everyone thinks it's quite regional anyway. No, so it's, it's beautiful. Right. Love the Goldie. Question is, ipso facto, come next Wednesday night, what colour are you wearing? Oh, see, I don't have much memory from Sydney, so I'll always go the maroon. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Good on you, Suffering your, your jocks, Ellie yeah, Cheney. Of course. <laughs> World champion. Yeah, of course. Oh. Well, Sally Pearson, it has been an absolute pleasure having yeah. you on the show. The highlight um, was cracked heels. For yeah, me. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is coming soon to Channel 7 and 7 Plus. Uh, good luck on it, Sal. Can't wait to see you drop it like it's hot. Is that a thing? Thank you so much. My favourite part was my cocked my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.